0: welcome back everybody to soul binge podcast my name is jared your name is fill in the blank you know your name and I know mine and I am so happy that you're here I'm happy you're listening man this is what episode 39 creeping up on 40 creeping up on 40 episodes of this soul binge nonsense all my soul bingers out there uh wherever you are whoever you are glad you're listening glad you're back if you're back glad you're here for the first time if you're not back and if it's your first time uh again my name's Jared we have an interesting one too um dive into today. I am convinced that it will help somebody to grow in their perspective, which is, of course, what this is all for, what it's all about. Um, At the end of the day, we really just want to ask questions and talk about things that help the soul to grow, uh, to not only make it and survive, but to thrive. You've heard that many times before in this program, and we're going to keep talking about it. We're talking today about people pleasers, And if anyone was ever qualified enough to talk about this topic, it would be yours truly. I'm excited to get into some of the different things that I've learned over the years, some things I've learned recently, uh, some different ideas that I've pulled from some uh, great quotes from some great people that we will talk about towards the end, or maybe in the middle, or in the beginning. It's going to be one of those three. I can guarantee you that. That's the only thing I can guarantee you, though. Um... Yeah, it's, it's about people pleasers. I don't know if you would consider yourself to be a people pleaser or not. I know that a lot of us go through maybe stages of our lives where at one point maybe we were. Maybe we grew out of that. Maybe we um, learned a little bit the better way to approach life. Maybe we were hurt in a situation where we were trying to please somebody. And now, out of spite towards that person, we no longer do anything to please anyone um, we're going to talk about a wide variety of different ways to look and and approach this, this issue. And it does deal directly with the soul because the issue of people-pleasing derives primarily, I believe anyway, sorry for the microphone noise, uh, I believe anyway it primarily derives from a place that is genuine first. It can ultimately be taken advantage of and it can also be something that we use as an individual who is a people pleaser to be held back by i know that's not the grammatic way grammatically perfect grammatically perfect way to say that and neither was saying what i just said whatever that was but we're talking about people-pleasers. We're going to give some, um, some different breakdown thoughts on what, you know, like I said, I've been through, what I've learned. The biggest thing, though, that you got to realize is that if you're not a people-pleaser you feel like you don't identify that way, maybe you don't see yourself in that light, um, you are one of two kinds of folks out there. You're either super introverted, secluded, kept away, tucked away, You know, it's just me. I'm alone in this universe. There's nothing else and no one else. And you're you're that type of person, um, which, you know, cool, whatever. If you're here listening to this, thank you for listening. Um, Or you're the type that's so much in charge and so much the boss and so much at the top of whatever business you're running, whether that's an actual business or just your business, like your life, your stuff, your situations. You're so at the top that you don't need to please anyone at that point. Or at least that's the mindset that you might have. Keep in mind, though, if you're more along the lines of the second kind of person, um, there could be still something to be learned from this podcast episode because I'm sure there are people out there that are currently trying to be a people A ha, A people pleaser. We're going to do some tongue twisters today, apparently. <laughs> Soul Bench. Uh, there are people that are trying to please you. Okay. Maybe if you're the confident dominant type where you're just in charge, large and in charge all the day long, everywhere you go, everything you do. Cool. Great. Good for you. Happy for you. But there are probably things you can pull from this episode that will help you to be able to spot a people pleaser in someone else. And then maybe at the very least, we can grow in our own understanding of what a people pleaser goes through and what we can maybe do if you're again in that category of person I just mentioned. Um, maybe what you can do from that point is approach them and say, hey, you know, you don't have to do X, Y, Z anymore or, or so much of it. And we'll talk about all that later. You'll, you'll pick up on it as we go. Also, if you're the secluded type, like I mentioned a minute ago before that, you can still learn something from this episode. Because at the end of the day, there is a strong difference between trying to please yourself in the light of I'm going to do what I think is best for me versus I'm going to do what is best for me because sometimes what you think is best for you is not always what's best for you. And that is its own episode of Soul Binge, which we will attack later on. But anyway, let's get into it. I am excited to go into this conversation about people pleasers again. I am more so the type to be considered a people pleaser. I would label myself as one. Not always that it is a good thing all the time. Um, I, I feel like a lot of... You know, serious Christians, the ones that are out there truly, you know, fighting a good fight of faith and all that stuff. Um, I feel like it's almost impossible, in my mind anyway, I feel like it's almost impossible to be a Christian and not be some type of people pleaser. Maybe it's not always a bad thing, depending on how you approach it or what you actually, you know, deal with through your day-to-day life and your current uh, way of life for you. But I feel like it's a little bit impossible. Um, I'll explain more what I mean in a little bit, but I feel like it's a little bit impossible to be a Christian. I guess that's a good question. I could just ask it this way. Is it possible to be a Christian and not be a people pleaser? And the first point I want to make is that whenever someone is a people pleaser, generally it starts off with a pretty uh, genuine and I would say righteous motive. I don't think it comes necessarily uh, from a place that would say, hey, you know, I'm going to be a people pleaser just because I want to struggle and just because I want to deal with the mental stress of trying to please everyone all the time. And I enjoy that for some dumb reason. Like, why would you ever say that? No one would ever say that. So it starts from a genuine place. And knowing that would ultimately mean that it's super important regardless of what step you're on on your journey when it comes to being a people pleaser that you catch what brought you there in the first place to want to please people and you take the good intentions and good motives you had at the beginning or have currently still even and you find ways to apply that in your way of life that you live and not ultimately just say okay well if being a people pleaser is bad inherently then forget everyone else I'm going to join that guy who's a secluded um, introvert like we talked about, you know? That's not necessarily a good thing either. So to start us off, I want to talk about a couple, not a lot, but a couple of pros and cons to what it means to be a people pleaser. We'll talk about some different uh, things that other people had to say on this topic in the form of a couple quotes like I mentioned. We'll see what the Bible has to say about this. I'll talk about my own personal experiences. It's going to be a fun one. It's going to be a good episode. I know we're taking already another flipping 10 minutes just to get started, but I promise it's going to be fun. It's not going to take up all your day either. Um, some pros. We'll start there. Let me adjust this microphone. All right. Sorry about that. Some pros. We'll talk about some pros. So the pros of being a people pleaser. The first thing is that people see you, other people, they see you as being trustworthy. If you are you know, coined as being a people-pleaser in the eye or view of someone else. Someone else sees you that way, or you see yourself that way, and other people can agree to it. Then generally, a good side effect of that is that you are, most of the time, trustworthy. Um, I alluded to this a minute ago, but the second thing I wrote down as far as a pro is that your intent is to serve. Now, knowing the difference between servanthood and people-pleasing, is huge not just for the Christian but for anyone and everyone like I said earlier you're you're generally you know your people pleaser type is generally gonna be someone who started off with a good motive a good intention because if you were to be approached by your boss and your boss said hey whatever I say whatever I tell you to do regardless of if it makes sense or if it's something that you prefer. You're going to do it, and you're going to not only do it, but you're going to do it with the fakest smile on in front of me, even though I know it's fake. Like, you would look at that, and you would go, no, you're micromanaging, you're being rude, that's that's not how you run a business, that's not how you run this company that you're doing, blah, blah, blah. No one would ever agree to that up front, but that outcome ultimately happens all the time. I've been there myself um, multiple different occasions when it came to my working situations and stuff like that. And it's no fun whatsoever, but it happens. That type of thing does happen. Oh, my lord, this microphone. Um, This type of thing thing does happen. Sorry about the noise. I'm just going to say it. It's the last time I'm going to say it. It'll happen again, I promise. The only thing consistent with this podcast is that there's actually microphone noise all the time. But anyway... I'm not here to please you, bud, so get over it. I'm just kidding. Um, Again, your intention is to serve. It's not just because you right away want to find yourself in that type of stressful environment. No one would just agree to that right off the bat. If you were to be offered a job and say, Hey, the, the role consists of always feeling like you're not good enough and that you have to not only agree to everything that the boss says, but you have to put a smile on your face whether you're actually smiling about it or not. And you have to... Just take it in and take it in and take it in and take it in and take it in. in. Like, no one would ever accept that position right away, even though that type of thing does happen. We've talked about it on previous episodes before, but that type of thing will create a chain event uh, domino effect where the boss yells at his employee, the employee yells at his employee beneath him, that employee goes home and yells at his wife, and then that wife um, yells at the kid, and then that kid yells at the his kids that kid's teacher and then that kid's teacher yells at her husband and her husband was the boss who initially yelled at the first person so it's just a big cycle and it never ends up working out but again it comes from a place of servanthood that's that's a pro to this whole issue people pleasing is one of those things that you can't be black or white about it. you have to understand the gray areas and dig through them and talk about them that's what we're doing today It comes from a place of servanthood. That's one of those things I mentioned earlier It's valuable to hold on to that part of it. Some quick cons that we can go over. Um, People take advantage of you. Generally, the person that's out there who's looking to take advantage of someone can recognize and spot a people pleaser type right away from a mile away. And generally what happens is you get taken advantage of because it's like super easy to kind of get away with whatever they want because they know that the person that is being used in this case you or me uh to accomplish that goal of what they want is generally just going to nod their head and say yes and be a be a yes man you know they're just going to be a yes man to everything you get taken advantage of that way i don't have to expound anymore you already know exactly what i mean when i'm saying all that um maybe you have no idea what i mean when i'm saying that but just think of a yes man think of the type of person that that truly is just you know their 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 whole their whole approach is I don't care if it makes sense or not. I don't care if it's logical or not. I don't care if it causes me to struggle or suffer or not. I don't care if it brings more stress unnecessary than what I need to be experiencing or not. I'm just going to say yes, no matter what, not going to think about it. I'm going to be a robot right now. Like that's, that's not good to be taken advantage of that way by other people when you're trying to please those people. Uh, another con here is that being a people pleaser at best you still lose yourself even if you gain if you even if you gain approval this way now we're all looking for approval and that's not necessarily bad every work situation and work environment is going to be performance based performance based that's that's another episode of soul binge that we could do just talking about the performance based process and how that works and what that looks like um, but because we know the, about that a little bit already, we'll, we'll move on and we'll just say that getting approval that way, you still lose yourself even if you gain that approval. You know, the Bible says, and this wasn't going to be our verse to reference, but the Bible says in the book of Matthew, it is um, not worth it to gain the whole world and then lose your soul in the process. And this is Soul Bench Podcast. It's not good to gain the approval of everyone around you if you end up losing yourself in the middle of it. That's, that's pointless. It's a pointless endeavor. It's a worthless endeavor. Now, what, what you're left with is just this hollow shell of a life that you were never able to fulfill your dreams and your calling because you were always trying to just please everyone around you. Maybe it came from a genuine place of servanthood right away, and initially it did, and maybe that mentality has stuck with you. It's why you've been continuing on this long. And praise the Lord, you're still here, and you can move forward, hopefully from this and grow. But it is possible to take hold of that servanthood mentality and that trustworthy type of uh, personality that you that you that you have and that you are, and to also not be taken advantage of in the process, and then be able to serve others while you ultimately not only just not lose yourself, but ultimately find yourself. That's a good root. Um, Intention that we have here at Soul Binge is to help people to ultimately find themselves. Okay? And, again, probably don't need to go much deeper than that when it comes to that issue, but, like I said, at best, you still lose yourself. So, at worst, you can lose yourself and lose the approval of other people. Now you wasted everybody's time. But if you gain someone's approval in the form of, I'm going to be a people pleaser and I'm I'm just going to, I'm just going to let people take advantage of me and I'm going to let these things happen because that's just how it is, then you then you might gain their approval, but you will lose yourself in the process. Now, I'm not saying just to be all full of angst and full of anarchy and not try when it comes to your you know work situations, your relationship with your spouse or your kids or your parents or whoever. It's not like we shouldn't be trying. It's not like we shouldn't be working towards helping others and, and trying to do what's best for others and, like I said, serving others. But the big difference between a people pleaser and a servant is, number one, that that person serving won't lose themselves, um, won't won't lose who they are in the middle of just trying to gain the approval of man who really is only basing that approval off of whether or not you met their expectations. That's a good way to say it people have expectations of you and if you don't meet them they're going to look at you like you're a problem they're going to look at you like you're an issue like you were the fault like you are at fault we we've talked about shame before on this podcast and the way that shame works and how it turns someone's mind into thinking that who you are is who what you've done is who you are um we've been conditioned to believe that that if you failed then that inherently means that you're a failure that you're a failure you know because my that because i've messed up in my life now unfortunately i am messed up because of it it's like that's not true that's not how it works and people that are okay with with allowing others to be people pleasers for them will recognize that and exploit that that um i guess that inconsistency within the person Or they'll exploit that insecurity with that person. And they'll say, hey, I I see my angle here. If I'm going to get what I want done, if I'm going to get what I want accomplished, I'm going to attack that person and say, hey, you didn't do a thing correctly. So then that must mean that you're a problem inherently. You know, you're not allowed to make mistakes. You're not allowed to do anything wrong. You're not allowed to grow and advance. And whenever someone is being served or being loved or, or... or you're trying to uh, do something for them that ultimately just simply helps them. It's not about whether or not you're being a people pleaser, but that you're approaching each step of your each step of your life as a servant. When you do that, people don't want to take advantage of you because they recognize that the you involved is necessary to get that thing accomplished. I'll say it like this: a people pleaser if they were a waiter, would go to mopping the ceiling at the customer's request, expecting and probably then getting no tip for it. Whereas someone who is a server and a servant at that point, not because we're slaves, but because we serve others, um, they'll do it knowing that even if they don't get the tip, they're doing it because it's the right thing to do. If If the customer asked for this, you do it because it's the right thing to do. Now, if they ask for something unreasonable or something that's going to inconvenience you to the point where it's a problem, then you have a conversation about that, and you see if you can work your way towards meeting in the middle. And if I've completely lost you up to this point on this episode, I'm sorry, but it's, it's simply because, like I said, that gray area is thick, and it's hard to work its way through because, like I said, every Christian I feel like ends up being some type of a people pleaser. And I think really what it boils down to is whether or not when we're trying to please other people, are we doing it because – are we doing it because we will feel guilt if they don't – if we don't meet their expectation? Or are we serving people to serve people, and that's it? And yes, that means you work hard. Yes, that means you care hard and you love hard, but are you doing it just because of their immediate approval of the thing you did? You see, we, we, we talk all day long about how we don't need to be looking for approval of who we are in anybody else. I'm my own person. This is the way of the world today, even in secular society, maybe more so in secular society. I am who I am, and you can't tell me who I am. I'm my own person, blah, blah, blah. But then when we go to the art of doing a thing, we are so focused on getting other people's approval that we can lose ourselves in the middle of that. I'm here to tell you that it is possible to accomplish the goal of serving someone else, and 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 loving someone else, and doing something for them, even if it costs you something, whether it's a finance thing, an energy thing, a time thing, or whatever. It's still worth it because we are called to love people. Or at least that's what the Bible says. And we'll talk more about that in a second. But it's it's just so important to be able to tell the difference, and it's so important to walk into every situation knowing. I don't want to get taken advantage of, but I definitely don't want to lose my trustworthy attributes of my personality and I don't want to lose that initial intention that I have to serve. Okay? All right. Let's talk about some quotes here. Let's talk about some quotes. Um, I'm going to get the name pronounced probably incorrectly. This is a female writer from India and her name is Reshma Sojani. At least that's how I'm pretty sure it's pronounced. Pretty confident with that one. Um, And she says this. We've become conditioned to compromise and shrink ourselves in order to be liked. The problem is when you work so hard to get everyone to like you, you very often end up not liking yourself so much. (laughs) Oh, knocked it out of the park. It's absolutely true. We'll put a filter on a picture if it means we'll get more likes on social media for it. you know we'll do all these things and then we end up not even liking ourselves because the approval of someone else is not good enough, even if it's what you thought you should have received. You'll learn eventually that it's the approval of God that matters the most. That first part is so important that we've we've been conditioned to compromise or shrink ourselves in order to be liked. That just doesn't even make sense if you break it down word for word. It's like, hey, I want you to like me. And so in order for you to like me, I'm going to change me. What? Huh? I'm not going to stop going to Chipotle. If you told me to stop going and that's when I'll like you better. It's like, bro, I can like you from the Chipotle parking lot. And then I'll I'll meet you when you're done eating at whatever god awful place you're eating at. Because I'll be (laughs) over here eating here. Like, I don't have to change who I am. There's an old song by Reliant K, a great band I used to listen to and still listen to. Um, the title of the song says it all. It says, who I am hates who I've been. It's a conversation of talking about how, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here at this point and I used to be something else. And I don't want to be that anymore. I want to be the real me. I want I want to be who I am on the inside and not some fake version of myself another great band I talk about all the time quote often Me Without You they have a lyric where they say something that has been said before by many other people they're not the first to say this or the last but they reference this lyric and they say I'm not the boy that I once was but I'm not the man that I'll be I'm not the complete culmination of all of my mistakes lumped up into one some physical form of a person that's not who I am I'm also not completely developed and there's still work to be done when it comes to being a people pleaser though you're literally stopping your own development in order to get other people to like a version of you that's not complete yet that you don't even have the full scope of your identity (laughs) to drop a truth bomb on you you know and then the difference there is that whenever you're serving other people you grow in the process of doing that not just the other it's not just the other person who benefits in that situation you grow too in the middle of it too man that's beautiful when you're serving others, you grow too. But when you're just trying to be a people pleaser, you'll stop your own growth just to see someone else like a version of you that's not grown yet. Whew, man, that's good. Joyce Meyer, you know her. She's a great speaker, writer, um, Christian minister. She said, knowing who we are in Christ sets us free from the need to impress others. We get mistaken often that we have a certain need where we would need to impress other people, and it's like, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe bringing other people into our circle so that we can reach out to them and show them the love of Christ is a great thing to do, and God uses your personality to do that. But that that very statement there would would uh, contradict the option of you know not being yourself literally in order to do that. Let's see here. Here's a great verse to kind of bring all of this into one simple thought. Ephesians 2.10, it says, For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Jesus Christ said that the entirety of the law of Scripture can be summed up into two laws. Number one, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And number two, love your neighbor as yourself. It says that we are his workmanship created in Jesus Christ for good works. Our identity is found found in him. But the reason he gave us an identity is so that we can work. God has prepared beforehand the good works that we would do. And part of that good work is serving others. It's a big part of it. It's ultimately what it all boils down to. Sharing that same revelation that Jesus Christ is Lord of all and and that we love the Lord our God with all our heart, mind soul and strength um, and then taking that good news and sharing it with someone else that that is how you do the second step of loving your neighbor as yourself you know if if God gave you a choice and an opportunity and an option to know him and to be loved by him and to love him back then sharing that realization sharing that that uh, you know that newness of life that you've now experienced with someone else that's how you do the second thing but anyway I'm not going to end this by saying just don't do it by being a people pleaser because you already kind of get what I'm saying but when it, but whenever it comes to this realization now that we have this knowledge what do they say with knowledge comes great power and with power responsibility knowledge is responsibility now that we know this that there is a solid difference though there is a gray area it seems there is still a solid difference between being a people pleaser and being a servant to type I said to, to, to type right there <laughs> um Now that we know that difference, we must act in it and we must step foot into that situation that we're about to face as soon as we're done listening to this podcast episode and do so knowing that we are found solely and wholly and completely in Christ and that we are found that way so we can serve others. Don't be a people pleaser in the context of what the world says, but serve others and love others and show them the love of Christ. I'm not a Christian guy I'm not a Bible believer guy Jared you already know that I get it some of y'all listening maybe you're not the Christian type maybe you don't you know subscribe to those ascribe sorry like and subscribe let me know in the comments maybe you don't ascribe to those kinds of beliefs it's perfectly fine just know that if you continue down the path of trying to please other people, you will lose yourself in the process, and if you start working more so on serving other people, you are actually the one that grows the most in that process. How many times have we heard it where we say, you know, I went to go serve someone else and I ended up getting blessed the most. Like, that's just the way that, the, that God works. It's the way that the church should work. It's an intentional thing on God's part. He ultimately blesses those who blesses others. You know, in first John chapter four, verse twenty says that if you say that you love God but that you hate your brother if you say that you love God but then you hate your brother, then you're a liar. We must love each other. We must work to bring others with us along this journey of life to understand that Jesus Christ is the is the main point and main focus. And even for the non believer, you gotta understand that there is a main goal in this life. Otherwise you wouldn't be listening to Soul Binge podcast talking about what the soul needs to make it survive and thrive. We'd be talking about something else. And it's important, 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 important that we can realize the damages that can happen on a mental level, on an emotional level, of just trying to please other people all the time, but then, conversely, the great, massive blessing and benefit of serving others. It's a beautiful thing. That's it for this week's episode. We will talk to you really soon, hopefully. Find us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all those places. Um, you can follow my personal accounts there as well. Most places it's either Jared Ready or it's at Jared is Ready. Um, last week's episode talked about cliche encouragements, and I mentioned how on uh, TikTok I decided to start a series over there about cliche encouragements. Go follow that. Jared is Ready. You can follow that there if you would like to. Um, reach out to us in fears, any you know, in the comments or in a message somehow. If there's anything that you want us to attack or tackle on this show. It would be great to hear your feedback on how you think the program's going or if it's been a blessing for you in any way, shape, or form. And, yeah, that's it for this week's episode. I hope that you are pleased. (laughs) Get it? Yeah, man. Um, We'll catch you on the next one. It's all good. Your life is all good. It is. It's all good. And if it's not good, it will be. Catch you on the next one. Bye-bye.